Welcome to the Morning After Podcast. You know, we're a little, we're about six months into this podcast now, okay? And we've been waiting on this moment. Very big news for us. We're just a little excited, not to brag, but uh, we have our first sponsor of the Morning After. (laughs) Blue Beetle Pest Control. Mitch and I got to hang out a bit the other day, and I'll tell you what. I like to do business with people who are real people, who are good people, who have a good business model in their minds. And I don't just mean the fancy stuff, but I mean like taking care of your employees and just having like a really good company from the heart. And Mitch, I feel like that's you. I feel like that's your story. We connected instantly. Well, and that's what who you are. I mean, listen to your, your show all the time and uh, meeting with you, beautiful, open people that want to give back and help people. And, you know, that's why we connect. And yeah. uh, I love having a small business here in Kansas City and finding ways to give back to Kansas City and giving back to my employees and making sure everybody's successful. I think it's great. Yeah, and I love that you, um, one thing, Mike, uh, he does something with like gentleman training almost. So, where, you know, because you don't, we have someone in your home, like to take care of your pest control needs, right? You don't want just like any Joe Schmo like walking in there that you're a little uncomfortable with. And, and this has actually happened to me as a mom with, you know, I got my babies at home and I'm, you know what I mean? You get a little nervous and uncomfortable with somebody yeah. strange in your home. When you call Blue Beetle Pest Control to get your pest problem taken care of, yeah. a jerk is not going to walk into your house, no. is what we're saying. No, got- you're actually getting like someone that has been schooled. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say gentleman, but I guess gentlewoman too. But uh, gentleman training. Yeah, you're so right. You know, we, we bring in these wonderful people, background checked and drug screened, and we teach them like how to uh, be very polite and have great customer service when they go to you know that 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 wife and, and uh, or a person that's home alone <clears throat> with their children, and they know to you know park in the street, not in the driveway, wear booties, never cuss, never smoke. They're just good quality people that you have in your house. It's because really I'll awesome. be real with you, Mitch. I watch a lot of Dateline, a lot of Dateline, <laughs> too much. <laughs> I know Amen. what can go. Wrong. <laughs> I'll be calling Blue Beetle Pest Control this spring, by the way. I'm telling you, every spring we get these, they're not ladybugs, they're these red, long, little Wait, stupid bugs. Wait, Aren't they stink I don't know what they are, but they're on the back of my house, and they need to get out of here. And, and so I'm assuming, Blue Beetle, we can get those things out of here and they'll never return. Oh, for sure. Those are box elder bugs. They're totally gross. Thousands yeah, of them come. <laughs> We've we've got that. No problem. (laughs) Our pleasure. So with spring coming up, when you get the bugs in your house, Blue Beetle Pest Control. Absolutely. Mitch, thank you for uh, popping by. I mean, you know, to kick this off because we are very excited to have our first sponsor of the morning after. (laughs) Welcome to the morning after podcast. Mike Keller, Jenny Matthews, our producer, Tater. We're all here. And since our last podcast, the ACM Awards have been announced. The nominees for this year's ACM Awards. It's once again being done virtually this year. Um, the ACMs are in April, and we haven't had a chance to discuss this on the podcast. We talked about it a little bit on our radio show on Q104, but we didn't really get to get like all of our opinions and thoughts out. But we have a podcast, so it's all good. Yeah, and there are a lot of categories, as everybody knows. Um, I think some of these categories eventually are going to change a little bit. You know, we were talking about the duo of the year category where you've got, you know, they're throwing Brooks and Dunn in that category to this day. And don't get me wrong, I love me some Brooks and Dunn, but I feel like their time has sort of come and gone. I don't know, unless I missed something, I don't think they really did a whole heck of a lot this they, year. They haven't done anything over the, exactly, over the last year and that would warrant a nomination. Not that they're not awesome. A hundred percent. And Maddie and Tay in the category. Not that Maddie and Tay aren't awesome, but I mean, they're just, they're not really... 
I don't know how to say this without sounding rude, but I adore them. But just that they're not really a standout as right. far as a category goes, if you know what I mean. When you see everybody else in the duo of the year category, Florida Georgia Line, right, right, Dan and Shay and Brothers Osborne, Th- and those I, are your guys. It, and now, me personally, I'm on I'm, I'm on the Brothers Osborne train all day, but I understand that I feel like we all kind of understand it's going to come down to FGL or Dan and Shay. Like there really don't isn't. Don't we know that? You know what I mean? Right, the Tater. Are you on that page or no? Like, because because you're a little more. You're really big into the kind of the inside. I know your your opinions are a little more educated, I think, than ours. So I'm curious if I mean outside of FGL Dan and Shea, one of those two has to win, right? Yeah, I mean the fact that Dan and Shea has been so hot so much lately, and I think that they're going to win because I was looking at a Billboard Country update, and the new Florida Georgia Line album didn't hit the top of the charts when it came out a few weeks ago. What? No way. If you think about it, you're like, really? Because usually they're always, you know, as soon as Florida Georgia Line puts on an album, boom, I think maybe touring has kind of, you know, countered that. So I don't know, but I'm looking at Brooks and Dunn. They did do the reboot album, but that came out in April of 2019. And I was kind of looking up to see the voting Mm -hmm. that people do, the time frame that they're looking at. For um, the votes, and, and you know, it is 2020, but I guess that kind of bled into it. I don't know. Yeah, but you know, here's another thought that I just had. You got to think about the mood of the country right now. Think about it. There's no parties. There's no. There's no big gatherings. You know, big exciting concerts where everybody's like, "Woo!" You know, in Florida, Georgia line, that's who they are. Yes, and that's why we love them. You know, maybe that's why Taylor Swift put out those very moody. You know, Ugh. albums, and I wonder if that's why those did so exceptionally well. She broke some records with those, and it's like I wonder if it's just because that's more the mood. I mean, although I'm cranking up Florida Georgia Line in my kitchen when I do my kitchen dance parties. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, yeah, and it's interesting. It's, the the country. it's interesting how people are coping with this. Like me, I need more upbeat, upbeat music now than ever before because I can't have it live, and I don't mm-hmm. want to sit there and cry. And look. Taylor's one of the most popular artists in the world. I think she did a magnificent job of reading the room and putting out these these kind of slower, uh, more folksy songs. I think it was a great move on her part. Just me personally, my personal opinion. Yeah, that's your I, thing. I I need upbeat rock and music. Like I need I need something to to perk me up. I'm I'm, I'm sitting in my house. I'm bummed. I'm depressed because I can't be at concerts and ball games right now. You know, let's. Let's go. Yeah, I'm going to be real with you. Something I noticed about myself during this entire pandemic is that I found myself, and I've always loved, you know, 80s music, 90s music. I've always loved it. But I found myself a lot lately really going, listening to a lot of 80s, getting kind of retro with it. And I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's because it kind of inside reminds me of different times where there wasn't a pandemic. I don't know. But that's kind of where I am with that. Yeah, they've said that radio stations who play older music right now are actually Mm -hmm. gaining a ton of popularity. Um, I believe it. Yeah, because people are... That nostalgic feeling makes you feel good because right now, eh, we're not feeling so good. Yeah. Right. Well, anyway, back to the ACMs. Let's talk about some of the categories. And I'd like to get your guys' opinion, kind of see you know where you stand on this. Up for Entertainer of the Year, that is the biggie. That's that's what everybody wants to win at least once in their career, I would have to think. Right. We've got Luke Bryan. Of course. Eric Church. Mm-hmm. Luke Combs. Thomas Rhett. And Chris Stapleton. So let's go around the room here. Let's say who you want to win and then who you think is going to win because i think sometimes those are two different things like who you're rooting for like hey i would love for the royals to win the world series sure i would not pick the royals to win (laughs) the world series right um i would like to see thomas rett win this award and i think the reason for me the reason i want to see that is because he was the last like big show i saw live before COVID. God, I had so much fun on that show. I think he's so good. I think, based on his recent performance at the CMAs, I think Eric Church will be the winner, and he will sweep it this year from the CMAs and the ACMs. I want Eric Church to win, and I think Eric Church will win. I, for some reason, just feel like it's his year. 
I want Luke Combs to win, mm-hmm. and I think Luke Bryan. So one of the Lukes is probably going to win. That's what I'm thinking. So I think Luke Bryan will probably get the uh, nod there because I think that's it. You know, I mean, this guy has put a lot of work into it. He just had his 26 number one hit. Now, <sighs> yeah. that's impressive feat. He has 27 yeah. overall because he had a song with uh, Eric Church and Jason Aldean. The only way I know, so that's technically uh, number one under his belt. But twenty six solo ones, that's pretty impressive. And but, I did dream that I was at Chick Fil A. Luke Bryan bought my dinner, so yeah, I think for that reason point. alone, that could be a <laughs> you should get it. Yeah, Ace of Base called. They saw the sign. Now, a problem that you know somebody's going to bring up. Let's just address it here on the podcast. The entertainer of the year is all men. Yeah, there's mm. no females in that category this year, and I. I guess I find that interesting because was it the CMAs? We had a tie between Carrie Underwood and Thomas Rhett for the win. And we were, well, I'll just speak candidly about it. We were a little annoyed by it only because it's like pick one or the other, a tie, really. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's fair to either artist. And also we felt like they did it just because at that particular time, that whole, I mean, the the whole, you know, women equality thing is always a a topic and a hot button. But that was really, for some reason, I forget what was going on at that time, but it was really a thing. And we felt like it was just well, we want to make this look politically correct. And that was just bothersome. Yeah, and so I had seen both Carrie Underwood and Thomas Rhett's show that year, and I had vocalized my opinion on Twitter. I said, I, th- I thought this was Thomas's award, hands down. It t- in my opinion, it wasn't even close. And oh my gosh, Twitter exploded on me and said, hey, you're a sexist. And they're like, oh, of course a straight white male country DJ likes the talk. Of course you feel that way. And I'm like... So I'm thinking about myself, like, let's use a little common sense here. It's not a knock against Carrie, but isn't Carrie's show more driven to be entertaining towards females? So, like, yeah, as a as a guy, of course I think Thomas Red's show's better. It's not knocking Carrie's talent or her ability. It's just me saying I happen to enjoy Thomas Rhett's show more. And if you're if you're offended by that, you can walk off the edge of the earth for all I care. I don't really give a you-know-what. Well, I just am tired of that whole, like, why does it have to be about what's between our legs? I'm so serious about that. Like, why can't it just be based on, on talent? <laughs> right. I mean, I'm saying that as a woman. You know, right. I've said this numerous times. Like, don't give me a job because I'm a woman and then we have to be politically correct with that. No, you. I would prefer you give it to me because you think I'm the best person for the job. I'd, that whole co- debate could go on. But, but anyway... No females in that category. You know what's going to happen in the next year's show, right? It's huh. going to be male entertainer of the year and female entertainer of the year. That's trash. Because you, who wants well, that? Hold on, I'm not hold saying on. I want I'm, it. I'm not mad about it. I actually am not mad about it because I think that gives more people a chance to be up for it. And I kind of do. I'll see. Now I'm going to sound all, I don't know. I should be okay. more like pro-women or something. But I, I think that... You are right in that a Carrie Underwood show is likely, that's just the way it is. It's likely, I think, going to appeal more to a female base, right? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Carrie Underwood has way more female fans than male fans, and it's and it's designed that way on purpose. Like, it's it's okay. But it's okay. But see, we've made everything not okay in our society. We'll try, we'll get more into that here in just a minute about, oh, you know, political correctness and cancel culture. But, yeah. so, but I'm see- not mad about that, Cat. I wouldn't. That's not a bad thing. I see that, and I think I'm on the complete opposite side of the fence than you on that, whereas I would actually like to see the male and female things eliminated from country music award shows. I would like to just have a new artist of the year, an artist of the year, an entertainer of the year. It's just, and and, and Tater is shaking his head, no, he disagrees, and and no problem. That's just how I feel, but... uh, but, The category would just be so big, though, you you know, because if you're adding all the men and the women into one category, it just would be a very large category. I don't don't think you make it that. I think you literally, then it forces you to pick out the best of the best, and you really get 
get the cream of the crop at the top where it belongs, regardless of gender. Tater, what your thoughts on this? Because you were shaking your head no. Well, there there was new artist of the year, but as of recent memory, they broke it up to new male of the year and new female of the year. That's oh, they the reason did why do I, that. You're right. Yes, they did. That's new to me noticing that. So I'm thinking maybe if there is some controversy, as they say, they may have <laughs> male entertainer of the year and female okay let's let's think about it who would be up for female entertainer of the year if we have uh what a handful of well here's what you're gonna get into is like the nominees for female artist of the year so my guess it would be all of these people which by the way carrie underwood not in the category this year and i really yeah i think that's a first for for many years she's definitely been in that category here's your female artist of the year nominees kelsey ballerini which it's funny because she was not nominated for any CMAs, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right? she she's been shafted on award shows uh, for quite a while now, and it's it's it is a I won't dive into that. It's a political Nashville thing. It's because her record label is very, very small and doesn't pull weight. But yeah, because if you're going on popularity, I mean, she's one of the top names in country. Kelsey's huge. I don't oh understand God. why she wouldn't hold the bottle. Of Bang! Right, Let's totally. go. So Kelsey Ballerini, Miranda Lambert, of course, Ashley McBride, good for her, Marin Morris. Mm-hmm. And Carly Pierce. So, a solid category there. Uh, But you're right. I think that you'd have to take those names and throw them all in for Entertainer of the Year if you were going to do it that way. Yeah. I think those would be your names. So, we did get a little sidetracked here, but I want to go. So, we started this off by just naming the Entertainer of the Year. All right? Five people, all male. Then we go to Single of the Year. Mm -hmm. And this is where things get interesting because not a single male nominated for Single of the Year. It has become an all it's not on purpose. It's it's literally all females in that list. I can't remember. Does this go to the artist and the writer? Is this the radio one or the writing one, Taylor? This is more radio because then mm-hmm. they have song of the year, which is voted a little differently. Okay. They have songwriter of the year and then song of the year. That's voted differently because all the majority of the categories we're talking about, they go through three rounds of voting. Okay. So it isn't just like a popularity contest as we may have thought okay. at once. I was kind of looking into how they vote. It is kind of strategic to a fault, more or less. Okay, well, up for single of the year, we've got Bluebird, Miranda Ooh. Lambert. Ooh. I hope Gabby Barrett. Don't, Don't need, need nobody. nobody. Uh, yeah, we should mention this is her version and her version alone, not the one with that she did with What's-His-Butt. What's Char- oh, yeah. Charlie Poof. Charlie Poof bag. Get yeah, out of no. here with his stupid last name. I hope... <laughs> Your eyebrow. I hope you're happy now. <laughs> Carly Pearson, Lee Bryce. I mean, that was a huge hit. That was a banger, yeah. More Hearts Than Mine, Ingrid Andrus, and The Bones, Maren Morris, which is funny. I think The Bones is hilarious to me that that's still being nominated because it just feels old to me. I feel can like that you, song's been around a while. Can we do a little research? As the Tater's fingers are going wild on the keyboard over there. When did The Bones come out? Because I feel like that song is too old to be nominated for this year's crop of awards. Am I just losing my mind on this? Well, this is what made me think about Brooks and Dunn and their album and maybe why they're up for Duo of the Year because it was released in 2019 the song was and wow. and you got to look at it the songs did they hit number one you're like yeah they yeah, did the, the songs did. that we're talking oh, about oh, oh i'm not saying the bones shouldn't have won awards but right. i just feel like it's time for something new because that is just old to me yeah but, it's 2019 but yeah. it's but i think maybe it got a different um look because it stayed really hot on the hot country songs chart which is a blend of streaming sales and airplay so that means that it's popular 
and, and, and it's relevant. And that song got a lot of love from uh, pop radio as well, not just country, which is probably what kept it up on that hot country chart, which makes a lot of sense. So, uh, yeah. and, and by the way, as a, as a man, which means nothing, I understand that, not offended at all, but that this category is all female. It's, it's five, because it, it, in my opinion, it's five of the absolute best songs of the year, and I've, I have no issue with this. Like, this is, was wonderful. I think I like that. I feel, I, I hope that it wasn't just, they didn't purposely just pick all females, like, because, you shouldn't have to. I think. I hope, and what I feel like happened here is that they just happened to pick one, the five hottest songs mm-hmm. that just all happen to be uh, performed and or written by females, which is awesome. Yeah, I want to believe go. that's how it went in that category. You know, this could be an unpopular opinion. Again, I, I sound like I'm anti-woman, which is dumb because I'm a woman, but I, but I feel like when I listen to country music, I just naturally gravitate toward the guy singers I there's just something about the feel of those songs and just mm-hmm. I happen to like a lot of the male artists it's not that I'm you know of course I want women to succeed but I feel like there are some people that are like play more women you know play more women well if they've got a great banging song you better believe it play more women but like just to put a, again to put a woman on the radio just because just because she's we a, need woman. a woman in the radio you know I don't agree with that I think it should be you get a new Miranda song, like you know it's going to be a banger. You know, right. you know it's going to be good. No, there, there certainly it. are oversights. The one I always bring up, I think Lauren Elena is criminally oh underplayed on our I radio station. Agree, and I don't. That's one I don't get. I, I don't get that. Why in the hell is Lauren Elena not played more? I don't know. And I've asked our boss about that, and 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 there there there. I forget what the answer was because I haven't asked about that in a while. I can't while, remember if that was a record label thing or if that was... I don't know what that was. I don't she's know. cute. She's got it all. She is cute. She's funny. She's hilarious in interviews. Mm-hmm. She is, I would imagine, a great entertainer just because she's so full of energy. She's got this song called Run mm-hmm. that is just so incredible. And it got zero radio love from, from, from all these radio stations, ours included. And I just thought that was a, I thought that was BS. I thought that was absolute nonsense. So Lauren is my example somebody who's criminally underplayed. But then we talked about the uh, one of the people who really led the charge in, uh, you know, hey, we need more females to play is uh, Jennifer Nettles, mm-hmm. formerly of Sugarland, the lead singer. Of- She's got that real twangy uh, kind of voice. Uh, some, some people love it. Some people hate it. I'm not going to. I like it on some songs, but I'll be yeah. real with you. Sometimes I don't. And I think a lot of people feel that way. But here's the thing. Like, if we're, if we're being on, this is nothing to do with the fact she's a woman. She hasn't put out a hit song in forever. And like, That's she, it. And, and, I, and I, I can't. I wonder if, I don't know, but is she using this to just try to push her career like a little bit, which is so terrible to say, and I hope not. But at the same time, like for her to harp about her music not being played enough, I'm sorry, the stuff you've released... It doesn't resonate with the audience. People no, turn we, the radio off. And we know that she's got the capability to do it. So it's like, find that hit and put it out. No matter who you, again, man, woman, whoever, just it's put t- out a hit. Put out a song we all like. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry, but it, what happened to her happened to a lot of people. She has Sugarland, which is just this banging home run band everyone loves. Yeah. She goes solo, I know, it doesn't I work. I when people do that. that that's not just women. <laughs> that that ha- Brooks and Dunn tried to do solo stuff. It happens didn't, all the time. Didn't do anything. Like, stick with your duo. Florida Georgia Line's about to do this. And we're not going to play any of it until they get back together. Like, you just know it's going to happen now there's, ah. there's a category i want to talk about here because i think this is where there it's a little controversial this year we got male artist of the year dirk spentley eric church luke combs thomas rett chris stapleton solid choices i absolutely with every morsel of my being feel morgan wallen would have been in that category and probably would have won that category but the acm has banned him because he used a um, a racial slur and he's apologized for it. And a lot of radio stations across the country still aren't playing him for it. ACM said, we're taking you out of, you know, the nominations. I have to wonder, though, like, who got that spot? Like, who? <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, 
I know who got the spot. Who got it? And I love the guy. Nicest guy Dirks. I probably have met. Dirt. Yep, I knew it. I and knew you it. know what? And I get that Morgan, I was so my brain started turning. Who is missing? Who got the snub out of <laughs> all this? And I mentioned this before in, in passing with somebody. To me, I think Sam Hunt got snubbed because oh, he put yes. out an album. And I get it. The reason why he wasn't up for a lot of the awards in the past few years because he put out one in like 2016, and then he took off for a long time. Mm-hmm. But he came out with a strong album. Okay, a couple number ones, but I think that Dirks did get slipped in there because of Morgan, and I think, honestly, Chris Stapleton, in my mind, could maybe get out of the category, and I think Sam Hunt should go in. So if I had a choice, it would be Morgan instead of Dirks. Sam for instead of Chris. I, I love Stapleton, but but he hasn't put out new music again in a little while. And uh, it, it, now here's just I could be totally wrong in this. I'm just spitballing. But the category, if we read it word for word, is male vocalist, right? The ability well, male to, artist. Well, well, so. it, well. What I'm reading here says vocalist, so I'm, I'm going to use that word. That I'm going to go real specific and go vocalist and say I'm not knocking him because he's got bangers. But maybe that's why Sam Hunt's not included because as far as his singing ability, it's mm. Average, I d- I and he know. talks I more. I, again, I'm, yeah. I'm just throwing it out there because what Tater brought up about the success of his album, man, breaking up was easy in the '90s. Are you kidding me? I love that song. Ken, yeah. folks, yeah, Ken, folks, I love. I'm, I'm tired of it, but Hard I loved it when it was hot. Like, yeah, and, hard uh, to forget the second hit he came off. Yeah, it's pretty but, strong album. But I don't know, I, and, and, and I'm probably just. I just I don't know I feel like maybe maybe that's what happened I feel like that's a long shot and I understand that I'm just trying to throw out maybe that's why Sam was excluded because as far as vocals he does kind of talk sing whereas Stapleton who use you know throw him out but his vocal skills are out of this world so that just that's just maybe that I don't know I get it. Uh, I wonder how Morgan feels though. I mean, look, he made a mistake. He owned up to it. He knows, you know, nobody knows his heart but him. We can't speak to it. But I just wonder, this really was to be his year, I believe. You know, he's had, he's broken records. He just recently broke a record by Garth Brooks. I mean, the dude is, you know, definitely, I don't care what you think about what he said. He's definitely a talented guy. And I feel like this was going to be his year. And I, there is no doubt with all the records that his his double album is still setting. Is is insane. So, by the way, we're uh, what are we? We're twenty minutes into this podcast. We've only talked about the ACMs. Do you honestly think anybody is still listening? We took turn into total dorks here. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. We turned into some dorks. It's all right. <laughs> I think people are interested in you know the variety of, of artists and categories and stuff. I, don't know. I think it's good. And and getting and I feel like we do give uh, honest opinions about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we've really given because you know, and and look, even on the air, we're not we're not going to say half this stuff because hey, look, we want all of our artists to succeed. We want you to go and like every artist we play on Q104, but we're not naive. We know that's not going to be the case. There are going to be some people you don't like, and just because we work in country radio doesn't mean we're particularly fans of every artist that uh that, that rolls through the door. There are some artists that maybe we're not fans of. So and, and we always we hope that you appreciate that we uh that we keep it real on the podcast. Um all right. I do want to move on to something though, because we are where this is our first podcast in March, mm-hmm. and so literally March first is on a Monday, right? We walk in the room, and Jenny looks at me. Her eyes are wider than I've ever seen, and she's like, "Hey!" and she slams the table. I'm kidding; she didn't slam the table, but she's like, "Listen, health kick starts today. Mm. I am back on my healthy eating grind." Mm. But let me tell you about Chick Fil A I had over the weekend first. But it's Monday, mm-hmm. so now I'm starting over. Well, let me tell you, Monday I did. Amazingly well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I walked what four miles that day. You did. I mean, I drank all my water. I ate perfectly healthy all day. And then Tuesday, <laughs> well, 
I fell off the wagon a little because I had a little lunch and some cocktails with a friend. <laughs> so then that, and then once I ruin it a little bit in the day, I'm like, the rest of the day is trash. So then I just continued to eat junk all day. So yet, so it was like one day good, next day bad. I think I'm going to be every other because today I'm back on. All right. Three days in. Today's a great day to walk. Uh, we're uh, it's a Wednesday here, and it's going to be all we're flirting with seventy today. So Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Today's a walk, a walk day, day, day for sure. Today's a walk day for sure. But I am going to try to kind of join you on the healthy eating thing. I appreciate the support. I just need, I need, I need, I do need to drink more water, like first and foremost. Well, you also need an education on foods that are healthy and not healthy because I've mentioned some things and you're like, what's wrong with that? That's totally healthy. Like we were talking about grilled cheese the other day. Yeah, grilled cheese. <laughs> there's nothing healthy about a grilled cheese Oh, whatever. Sandwich. And there's enough. There's hey, butter, I got some bread, dairy in there. Sugar. Wheat. Wheat. Oh, okay. Got some wheat. Thank okay, you. Okay, all right. Okay. Hey, hey, and I had a Boulevard wheat with it, so I'm all wheated up. Okay. Yeah. Well, t- today is actually National I Want You to Be Happy Day. <laughs> <laughs> I so hope you're happy now. Maybe we should all just not be on a diet today. You know what I've decided? I don't like diet lifestyle. Like, look, I pro- realistically, everybody, well, not everybody, I've gained, I've probably gained 10 pounds over COVID, right? Mm. I re- probably need to get rid of it. I probably do. But here's the thing. I look in the mirror, and it's so funny to me. I can look in the mirror on Monday and be like, wow, I'm just a mess. Like, I've got to lose 10 pounds. And then I can look in the mirror the, the next day for some reason and be like, all right, it's not too bad. Like, this is good. I don't know what happens. It's like optical illusion or something. Feeling myself. Feeling myself. Feeling myself. So I've just, but I've decided I don't like diet lifestyle. I don't like it. I'm miserable. I'm, I find myself more hungry because I'm thinking about food all the time. It's just moderation is key. I think that's just got to be the way. Here's what I think I need to do. One, more water, which is an easy transition. I, I can do that. No problem. I just have to get started. Once I get started, I'll be good to go. Plus, I think it'll add a little flavoring to the water once in a while. Sure. Like a Mio or a liquid IV, which are the are godsend. Um, also... I need to, um, fruits and veggies. Mm -hmm. Like I need, if I could replace potato chips with like apples and bananas, two Mm -hmm. of my favorite oranges, and then just have more veggies with dinner. I think that's a great first step for me. Here's the problem though. And I'm with Tater mentioned this the other day. I can't eat a sandwich without a potato chip. I can't. Now you could, I do make healthy swaps. Like I'll do the baked lays. So, you know, they're, they're better for you. Mm -hmm. There's less fat, whatever, you know, but I've got to have a crunch. I've got to have a chip. I could. I think I could do a sandwich and an apple. I th- I really think I could. I, I enjoy the hell out of an apple. Oh, so do I. But I've got to have a chip with a sandwich. It's just I don't know. The uh, best fruit be is. Oh man, that is tough. I like. You know, I like grapes. Mm-hmm. I think I, they're really good. good I think people, grapes. you know, they look down on grapes. Are you the uh, red grape or the green grape guy? Oh, red all the way. Red grape, all the grape. way. See, I like the green a little more myself. Uh, you know, I'll switch it up. I'll eat both. What I was thinking is um, there was a time where I was watching my weight and, you know, like I said, I love potato chips with a sandwich. I would count how many I ate because then I was like, okay, how many? Because it'll tell you on the package like 14 crisps or chips are worth this many calories. So then you know how many calories and, you know, and if a chip's broken in half, I'm like, oh, get me another one. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I just don't know how, like, if you're going to do a sandwich and chips and like, but your serving size is like seven damn chips. Eat the wrong chips then. Who can only eat seven chips? Yeah, that's, that's. (laughs) Like, come on, man. That's hard. Uh, But no, I think, so water and then fruits for snacks. And I like I get apples and banana. Like oh, the oranges, I can do. It's fine. Uh, but like, I love an apple. I love a banana. How about like carrots and ranch? Can you do carrots and ranch? I can do carrots and ranch, but I will say I really load up on that ranch because <laughs> just the thought of a a raw carrot disgusts me. But you can get you know those Hidden Valley Ranch like the single packs, which mm-hmm. I like because it's divvied out for you. You know, so you could do like one of those and some carrots, or I'll do like I'll do um, 
apple slices and I'll dip them in, you know, Jif peanut butter has the little packets also. Right. So, so I'll I, do like peanut butters and apples. What's cool about apples, apples I and peanut butter. <laughs> right. What's cool about apples though, I don't need to dip in anything. Like, oh I, no! I, right, yeah. if it's a good apple. Yeah, and plus, and, and you, you, this is my unpopular opinion: uh, peanut butter is, is highly overrated. Like, I, oh. I, I don't loathe mm. peanut butter, but there's, there's, if I never ate peanut butter again, no problem. I don't think it belongs with apples. I don't think it belongs with chocolate. I do think it belongs with jelly, and mm-hmm. that's it. Oh, I love peanut butter. Yeah, I, I know, and, and I'm totally good. in the minority on that, and I respect that. That's just a. Uh, my, my, my While we're talking about food real quick, I saw this the other day and I thought it was interesting. Pineapple on pizza, you know, people, you either love that or you totally hate it. Right. There's a restaurant in Iowa that they've kind of gone viral. You might have seen this on Facebook or something, but their new pizza uses Fruit Loops <laughs> as a topping. Blech. So it's crust, it's cheese, it's Fruit Loops, and that's all it is. And people, like, it's it's totally split. People are like with pineapple. They love the idea or they hate the idea. I think it sounds disgusting myself. I would try it. Yeah, I'd try it, but it sounds gross. I don't think I would like it. That sounds like a, a, a pizza that should be on the on the kids' menu. I feel like kids would like that more than adults kids would. Kids would like that. I fully believe that. But oh. I just don't I don't know what would even possess them to do that. I'm not honestly sure why pineapple ever got on pizza. I think that's a weird choice. I think that's a Hawaiian thing. I think that started yeah. in Hawaii, and then people brought it back. Um, I don't know. But And then is this going to lead to a trend of other cereals on pizza? Can you think of a cereal that you might like on pizza? Mm-mm. I think I could do a Honey Nut Cheerio pizza. Oh. I really think I could. I don't I don't have any desire. That sounds gross to me. Yeah. What are you going to dip it in milk? I mean, what the heck are you doing? No, no. You That's just dry it. Even just like a regular Cheerio, you just kind of put it, put it on dry. It gives it a little extra crunch. Mm. Maybe on, on a soggier pizza, it gives it the extra crunch because they didn't cook the crust long enough. Mm-mm. No. Oh, look, I'm just trying to open my mind here. You guys are being so closed-minded right now. All right, I can't even deal. Yeah, you pe- guys like ban- uh, pineapple on pizza? No, I don't. No? I, I, I don't prefer it, but I don't have this loathing hatred of it that people oh, it, who I hate gag. It. If I think about it, I could gag. I don't. I, it's disgusting to me. So my every time uh, that Todd and I do our uh, podcast, Behind the Strings, where we talk to artists, I have a question every single time I ask an artist, do you like pine- pineapple on pizza? Todd really likes it. I don't. Every artist has said yes. Like Dustin Lynch, Ryan Hurd, Hardy, all these guys are like, yeah, I don't mind it. And I'm like, really? Like, ugh. But I saw an Instagram story last night, as a matter of fact, banana on pizza. Nope. About threw up. Nope. I, and it was like lightly toasted banana slices, like cut in little circles. I'm Mm-mm. like, that was, it kind of looked gross. Mm-mm. But I, I like bananas by themselves, but I don't like banana flavored anything. So putting banana on a pizza, that's just yeah. gross. I don't know. It sounds weird, but it also I, I kind of want to try it. <laughs> I, I think I would no. also like to try it. <laughs> no Let's way. just order a cheese pizza, cut up a couple bananas, throw it on there and see what the hell happens. Yeah, get get a little toast. Bring in the air fryer so we can toast a little bit on there. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun. I'm out. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> oh, we'd make you take a bite. No, I would not. Yeah, yeah, you would. No, I would not. Healthy, healthy eating. <laughs> banana pizza. No. But fruits and veggies, I don't know. And then what do I do? Like, what do I need to eat at dinner time to be healthier? Do I just grill chicken yeah, breast like all chicken the time? Chicken breast, you know. Because I'm not eating fish. Like, I hate fish. I, I want to like uh, fish. I, I loathe fish. I hate fish. I hate seafood. Do chicken breast. And, and the thing about chicken, there's a million different ways you can eat it, you mm-hmm. know. And then I try. I do red meat like maybe once a week. But yeah, like a chicken breast and you know vegetable on the side, maybe like a rice or something to go with it. Because it has to be white meat, right? Like a, a chicken breast mm-hmm. is healthier than a thigh or a leg, I right? I think so. 
I think so. Which I loathe because dark meat on a, I love dark meat on chicken. But like oh a chicken God, breast, so throw it in the air fryer. I can't even tell you. There's this stuff you can buy. It's like a, okay, think shake and bake, but that's not what it sure. is. It's actually Louisiana Kitchen or something, Ooh, something New go. Orleans, and Tater would like it. It's got a little kick to it. But you, it's you rinse the chicken. You, it's like a shake and bake. You put it on, put it in the air fryer for I think 20 minutes, and it's delicious. It's crispy and yummy. Is it a frozen breast or a thawed, no, thawed a fresh, thawed, thawed cold, fresh breast? Cold, cold breast. Yep. I mean, you you should probably check like sodium intake, you know, because a lot of things might be great, but it's like, what is the sodium on there? So it's not really good for you. Well, there's a lot of stuff out there. I mean, my God, we could go on about this for days, but there's a lot of stuff that's really tricky. Like I love Smart Start cereal. Have you heard of that before? Mm, Sure. And it looks like it's the most healthy cereal on the planet. It is my favorite. It is delicious. And it is full of sugar. I mean, like there are some that are just you think based on the packaging and the name, smart start. You know, yeah, it's gonna be it really good he- for you. I always thought that was a healthy cereal. Not really. I love it. I eat it, but it's really not that <laughs> really not that healthy. I mean, there are worse things you could have. You know, but yeah, yeah. you I've could seen. you could go down that rabbit hole. There's you know a lot of things you think you eat are. are I'm, I'm surprised at how how healthy the Honey Nut Cheerios are. You know, because the sweetness comes from the honey, not from sugar. And, uh, and it's good for my heart, apparently. Mm-hmm. So I would probably the healthiest heart in the room, all those Honey Nut Cheerios I eat. I mean, I could eat regular Cheerios, but I do enjoy a little flavor in my right. morning breakfast. It's all good. Yeah. <sighs> do don't... we want to talk about cancel culture, or do we want to skip that for today? We're going we're gonna to get to that. <laughs> but before we do that, we need to lighten. We, we'll go, we can go cancel culture and then lighten it up at the end, or we could start light and then put the... Well, you know what? I know you've got a lot on your mind about cancel culture. You want to get it out? I Talk don't know. Little... I, I'm pretty mad. I'm pretty fired up this week. Hey, this is where. And and by the way, if you don't if you don't like anything Jenny's about to say, <laughs> hey, don't listen anymore. Don't care. Anyway, let's go. Yeah, and I'm getting to that point too, where I really need to not care because um, yesterday Dr. Seuss got canceled, and I thought it was pretty crappy to cancel him on his birthday. I thought we could have at least chosen a different day. Yeah. Um. But Dr. Seuss books, apparently there are six of them that are not going to be published anymore because of outdated, quote, hurtful imagery. Now, I want to tell you this. I have been reading Dr. Seuss books my entire life. I know my kids' school, a lot of schools do a thing, Read Across America Day. You know, they celebrate Dr. Seuss and all of his books and whatever. My children love his books. They're excellent to learn how to read. There's just a lot of great... uh, I think we could all... Like, who doesn't love Dr. Seuss? Hey, little one foot, two foot, red foot, blue foot. Let's go. Now... Uh, that said, you know, and wanting to cancel these books because of outdated, hurtful imagery, I guess I missed it because all these years I've been reading all these books. I never noticed it. It never stood out to me. I am honestly shocked to see it's there. I haven't actually seen a passage. I have not seen um, a, a chunk of a book that, you know, that, that includes this. I, I guess I'd like to. Maybe I should see that before I speak to it. But I just feel like it's just another thing that we are canceling. And look, I'm not I'm not looking to I don't want the world to be offended or hurt or sad or certainly I don't want anyone to feel that there's racism um, toward them. I, I like I said, I love all people. But this is just getting to the point where I think we are looking for things you've to said, cancel. You've said my favorite thing ever when it comes to what we're canceling and what we're not and that it's all about intent. Oh, I don't gosh, think when yes. Dr. Seuss wrote these books, he's like, ha ha, I'm going to stand up for my white people and then I'm going to make fun <laughs> of all the other races. Bah, I'm evil Dr. Seuss. I don't no. think that either. No. So it, so just so you have all of it, because I feel like a lot of people saw the headline, but maybe didn't read into mm-hmm. it. So let's dive into it. Sure. The, the, the main book they're talking about is, and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street, which in the book portrays an Asian person wearing a conical hat holding chopsticks, and eating from a bowl. So an Asian person eating Chinese food is now racist to Asian people. And that's where I don't 
understand because, and why is that a bad thing? Like, why is that a bad thing? Isn't that celebrating a different and, culture? And, and we're not asking to be smart asses here or to be rude. We're asking because we genuinely don't understand. And if you can answer, if, if you can provide us with an answer that makes that we can understand and we'll try our best. Sure. Please comment. Bring it. Or, or wherever. Like, we would love but to know re- because because I don't know and I'm trying to know. And it, and you got to remember, these books were made for kids. So my guess is Dr. Seuss thought uh, that's a good way for a child to understand what an Asian person m- might represent, right? I mean, I don't, I just think it was as simple as that. I'm speaking for Dr. Seuss and I don't know, but that just seems like that was probably that, his basic thought there. If, if you can explain this to us in a way that makes us understand, please do so. We are open to the conversation. If you want to be a troll with your comments, we'll, then we'll not care if we offend you. Uh, another book, If I Ran the Zoo, includes a drawing of two barefooted African men wearing what appear to be grass skirts with their hair tied above their heads. Okay, I don't know what that's supposed to represent, like in a bad way, but here's what I know about Dr. Seuss is that his books are silly. I mean, he's got thing one and thing two that aren't even actual, they're just made up creatures. Like maybe this was just a, a way for him to be silly. He has books about, you know, animals that wear clothing and whatever and, I, I, you know, kids with like funky hair. I don't know. I just feel like he's silly and he's quirky and maybe that was just his way of dressing them. Unless, again, tell me if I'm wrong, does that represent something that I'm missing? I would have never looked at that and thought anything bad right and then there's going to be somebody who is listening who's, well you of course you don't understand because you're white okay so explain it to us in a way we understand yeah, because it. it's I really hard for us it. not to roll our eyes at it because we don't understand but i'm asking if there is a, if there is a way to explain it so we so we do understand would love to hear it okay here's something i do understand i understand that i'm a woman and you're a man and biologically speaking that that's exactly how we were born and that mr potato head is a is a is a toy and now you can't call it mr potato head or mrs potato head you gotta call it Potato head, because we got to take gender out of it so as not to offend. But here's what I'm afraid is going to happen with all of that. We are going, we are trying so hard, you know, to make everyone feel included. And I have to be clear in that. I want people to feel included. Like, who wants to feel like the outsider in the world, right? We love all people. But at some point, now you're making me feel bad for being a woman and maybe wanting a Mrs. Potato Head when I was a kid. Or you, you know, being like when you were a boy and you had a Mr. Potato like, why, I don't understand why we're, it's not okay to have some things that just are a Mr. or a Mrs. Does that make sense, what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it's, it's, it's I mean, where, why? the only thing that sounds silly is that we're actually having this conversation as educated adults. It doesn't make, who, who in their right mind, I'm sorry, screw it, who in their right mind is actually offended by a Mr. or Mrs. Potato. What a stupid thing to be offended by. If you're offended by that, I'm sorry, screw it. If you're offended by that, get a life. If you're offended by it, don't buy the toy. Yeah. That's like the that, best thing but you can why do. should the toy not be and again, I can't believe we're having this discussion. And you know, and I had I feel like I got into a discussion with this about somebody online and I think I deleted it. This was, was this my <laughs> troll fight? I think it was. I don't know. But it but someone said, you know, what triggered you? Nothing's triggered me. I just am scared that our society is becoming so hypersensitive to everything that we are, again, looking for things to be offended by. And the fact is, if somebody is genuinely offended by something, like, speak up about it. Certainly, I don't want your feelings to be hurt, but that doesn't mean a product needs to go away. And Jemima on the the, uh, syrup bottle. I'm going to be real with you. I just thought she was a sweet, 
lovely, maybe reminded me of a grandma type, you know, on my syrup bottle. She's gone now. It just says Aunt Jemima, and I think they're changing the name. Yeah, you, I, I don't know where to go with it. Here, here's where I want to go with this. How long I was never until somebody it. calls the radio station and says, excuse me, uh, you have a producer on the show. Uh, his name is Tater, mm-hmm. but you address him as him or he. Mm-hmm. Um, since his name is Tater, could you just ref- refer to it as genderless from now on? I mean, Tater. You're next on the chopping block, dude. They're coming for you. Well, I'll tell you what. Nobody's chopping anything off me. <laughs> but what I got to say out there, so the Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head thing, like I have some sitting in my room. Hell, I have a Mr. Potato. I'm saying Mr. Potato Head tattooed oh, on my this arm. This is what it is. It, you can interchange what the potato heads look like. So if you want to put lipstick or you know whatever accessory purse on the potato head, you can do it regardless if it's a Mr. Good or a Mrs. So... I don't understand the big deal with that, yeah. and I'm Solid not going to... They both have the huge flap behind the butt where you can store any parts you want. And yep. I don't know how you guys feel about the whole situation, but here's the deal. If you're a dude and you want to be a woman and you want to, you know, call yourself a woman, you can do all that, whatever, like, I I love you, like, that's cool, you do you. No worries. And I got to believe that person is not walking around feeling offended by everything in the world. Like, that's the thing. I feel like we are acting like everyone is sitting around just crying over things. And I don't, am I wrong? Again, here's, speak up if I'm here. Here's the, here's the thing. I think it's, it's coming down to a lot, which, which sucks because it started so well. But man, I'm telling you what, this is, this is all a social media thing because I think people actually do look for things that they can then claim they're offended by and then they hope that it catches on so they can get all their likes and comments and that so their Twitter can get a blue check mark. Which is so, like, just say that out loud if that's something that, that's really what you strive for in life. Just say it out loud. You hear how dumb that sounds? Like, stop. You're really trying to do like a, I'm trying to change the world. No, you're not. You're trying to get followers and likes and stop mm-hmm. pretending like that's not what it is because that's that's honestly what I feel it's come down I to. I also think there's fear. I think people are afraid. This is an example. So I follow an infertility group on um, on on uh, Instagram and I, and I just have for years and it's just one of those things. I still, obviously, I'm, I'm past that point in my life, but I still very much support the cause. So I noticed they put something up the other day and it says, you know, endometriosis affects one in 10 women, girls, and transgender individuals around the world. Now, Maybe that's true. I actually don't know if endometriosis can that affect. I thought that could only affect women, but am I wrong? Like, can endometriosis affect men? Do you well, know? I, I don't know what that is. Is that just the inability to have children? What is endometriosis? Because I don't want to speak ignorantly. Um, you know, and I would have to Google. Okay, so it go. It's something with women. Sometimes if women have endometriosis, it prevent it it, it. it it makes it difficult for them to get pregnant. Right. Does it affect like the female organs? Y- yes, and the way that I know it to be. You know, okay, it's so sort of like are, scar tissue. So you know, why are your, transgenders involved in this then? Well, so then I was thinking about that. I'm like, okay, so if you are biologically a man and you're identifying as a woman, well, you biologically cannot have a a child. So right. why would you be on an infertility group? Is I guess my point with that. But then I thought, okay, we'll flip it around. What if you are biologically a woman, but you're identifying as a man? I guess you could, you know, biologically you can have a child and maybe you could have, you could have endometriosis. So maybe that's, but I have to believe that the percentage of population of that is, a, is very small. Who would be a part of this infertility? Does that make sense to you? Yeah. And I thought, and I really thought, not the fault of the infertility group, but I felt like they were putting that on there for fear of backlash if they did not. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where our society is also going to where you we are all to be shamed for not including something or and and sometimes it could be like oh my gosh like I had never thought of that that's you know what I mean there was no intent it goes back to intent 
Right. Intent, intent is a huge word. Yes. And uh, that's what kind of enjoy, I enjoy about our audience, because I bet you most of the people, actually, just about everybody listening to this podcast is probably right there with us. And I don't I, know. And I mean, no, I think they are. And I, and I think those who aren't, stop listening. I don't care at this point. I, I'm tired of caring if somebody's offended. Mm-hmm. If I didn't do it on purpose. If I, it's intent. If, 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 I, if, I, if, I, if I have an opinion that differs from hers and you're offended by it, okay. So we disagree. There's nothing wrong with that. Jenny, you are, you've become one of my closest friends in the world. We, you know what we disagree on? Mm-hmm. Marijuana. Yeah, we, right. And we disagree fiercely on marijuana. And we've, we've discussed it several times. And then at the end we say, I see why you feel that way. And totally. I see why you feel that way. Totally. And that's the end of our discussion. And it's like, I, I'm, I'm I tired just, of, of caring if somebody else is offended. I, I am too. And I feel like that's part of life. We are all going to be offended at some point by something somebody says or does. I mean, but I feel like when we hear of these big changes going on with products and, you know, calling things this and that and the other, and I feel like it just makes it seem like the whole world is wallowing in tears. And, and, and I just don't think, I think you're talking about a very small number of people. I don't know. I could. I really was so frustrated this week because it just seems like every day it's something else. And it's to where, like, don't you feel nervous sometimes, especially with our job and speaking on the radio? Like, sometimes I'm a little nervous, like, it depends on what we're talking about, but yeah. I'm going to say something that's going to hit the wrong way. When, and again, when, intent. I love everybody. I don't mean anything yeah. to sound nasty. When we cracked the microphone, it goes back to, I guess, I, I and I wasn't afraid, maybe I should have been, when I said, eh, I felt like Thomas Rhett deserved that award more than Carrie Underwood. Sexist! No, I'm just, I'm more of a Thomas Rhett fan. Doesn't yeah. mean I'm sexist towards Carrie Underwood. Like, I'm sorry. <sighs> uh, I, I feel like more do, if you ask guys, you know, yeah, more of them are going to like Thomas Rhett than Carrie Underwood. That's that's the way her music is designed to be. That's It's it's okay. No, anyway, I'm, It is okay. Exactly. Ah! Uh, Jenny, you said every day it's something new. Today popped up. Uh, so Amazon changed their app logo to look like a brown package with their little smiley face, you know, their little logo. Like the smiley face slash arrow, right? Yeah, and, it, and on the top, it's supposed to look like tape that goes over the top of a package, and it's kind of jagged, like you cut tape with a little thing. Sure. Now, that goes over the top of the smile. They're saying that looks like Hitler's mustache. Oh, So Amazon gosh. had to go change it to where it looked like the tape is folded and more square, and it just <laughs> looks ridiculous. Because so. of course, because Amazon, the Silicon Valley Amazon, is of course quietly uh, uh, n- Nazi, <laughs> Nazi supporters. Right. Stop it! Oh, speaking of that, but oh, wait, back oh, up real quick. Oh. Hold on. What, what's funny though is you know what it would take for a major company to change their logo or to add a logo like that. That has to go through many people, many mm-hmm. channels. So I got to think a lot of eyes looked at that, and you're t- and nobody saw that. It, and then one person chimes in on the internet, mm-hmm. and then they got to go ahead and change it. That's yeah. absurd. And, and, and guess what? It's some of those eyes that saw that Amazon were Jewish people who had no problem with it whatsoever because they because they had the common sense to go, pretty sure Amazon isn't trying to put a uh, a Hitler mustache on. Joke I couldn't say on the radio the other day, why is the letter C afraid of all the other letters? I don't know. Because they're not Cs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a good joke. It's, it's just crazy. It's offended we can, someone, I'm telling you. I don't care. Stop listening then. Who cares? We can crack jokes, but like, the guy died in 45, 19. 45. Let's let's let that sink in. Now, like 
Why in 2021 is Amazon trying to go white supremacy? Come on, that's a joke. But because here's because somebody's looking to get famous <laughs> oh off of pretending to be offended Look, by it. I'm not telling you that there are not racist people in this country. I am not telling you that because I know that they're out there. But I also have to believe that most people, just like the good old, <laughs> the amazing Luke Bryan said, most people are good. Like, I got to believe most people are good and, and do not have, you know, bad intentions or racist feelings or, you know, negative thoughts about Jewish people. I mean, I think at this point in life that that number is getting smaller. Now, we act like that number is getting larger and the world is be- is for some reason becoming more racist over the last couple of years. And I know you're going to be like, white, white girl saying this, but it's like, uh, I know I know my heart and I know the hearts of a lot of my friends and I, I just think we're just, hey, I don't know. I should shut up. By, by the way, whatever your thoughts are on privilege, uh, white people can still have opinions. I, I just want to make that known, by the way, because I'm, you know, because seriously, it's going the other way. Well, you can't have an opinion. You're white. Uh, BS. I absolutely can have an opinion. It is valid whether you like it or can not. all have an opinion. Yeah. Totally. Everybody has an opinion, just like everyone has assholes. Moving on, because we're going to end this on a positive note, dang it. I enjoyed the conversation we had the other day on the morning show, because here's the deal. I recognize the character I, I, I play on the morning drive. I know that because of the confidence that I exude on the morning drive, that people like to have something to make fun of. So we gave you the opportunity. When, what was the topic we brought up that made me bring up the car that I drove in high school? Mm. It was a topic about if you can get all the money back you spent your lifetime on blank back, what would it be? And you said... Buy this car because you That's spent like eleven hundred dollars on some rims. Yes, yes. Remy's. Yeah, so, so let's 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 read. In case you missed it, story is when I was a when I was in high school, I drove a Saturn. I drove a Hunter Green Saturn SC1. I don't expect you to know what that is, but it's the Saturn that, if you remember, uh, it had, it was it was a, it was a two door. It was a coupe, but on the driver's side, it had that third door that popped open the other day, uh, the other way. Very small, but I I always said it was great for like a twelve pack. It was like my little twelve pack door to put my beer down right there, in high school. Not that I drank in high school. Moving on. Anyway, so yeah, what, what would you get your money back on? So when I had that car was right at the time when Fast and Furious was in its peak of popularity. You know, the first one had come out. I think the second one was on its way out with Luda down in Miami. And um, every kid in high school wanted to trick out their car like a Fast and Furious car. And we all felt like it was doable. Because in the movies, they weren't tricking out Lamborghinis and McLarens. They were tricking out Honda Civics, you know, and Nissans. and things. So, so everybody who had a car, their mom's car, they thought they could trick it out. Myself included. I may have... Spent $1,100 to get some 17s on the Saturn. Mm. They were clean, though. Mm. Hey, they were super clean. And and they weren't even chrome. They were white rims. Mm. Wow. Because the white contrasted the dark green. The, the white and the dark green, like, like Michigan State colors for the college fans. There. Spartans. Yeah. So, and then I was like, well, hold on. You know, I got to keep going now. It's like a tattoo. You know, I got to keep going. So then I was like, I, I found out that Midas was having a deal on new mufflers. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder if this includes those big old fart cans <laughs> to make my Saturn sound mean. And so, and God, I, <laughs> so I put a muffler on it and I got, you know what? You know what I just thought of right now as I'm retelling this story? I can only imagine the technicians at these places I went to <laughs> to put the rims on the Saturn. Because they'll do and, it because that's what you're paying them to yeah, do. Yeah, they'll do it. And just, <laughs> you, you think these mechanics are going, 
What yeah. douchebag is putting rims on a Saturn? Oh yeah, and putting a fart can on a Saturn, but he's got money. Oh, I'll take your money. Absolutely. Oh my gosh! Oh, and then funny. there was this company uh, that I went to call. You'll love the name of it. Wicked Stickers. Mm. And was it stickers with a Z? No, it wasn't with a Z. All right. Wicked Stickers there in St. Charles. And they were like, absolutely, we'll put your last name in Old English on the back of this Saturn. Of course. And, uh, oh, and then to top it off, I was at AutoZone. Cause, you know, get my, when I was in high school, I did change my own oil, save a little money there. So I was in AutoZone, I was getting some oil, and then I walked by the windshield wipers. And my car was about to, like, it was, it was streaking. So I was like, you gotta, gotta get those fresh windshield wipers. And as I'm looking, I realized, oh, hold on, they've got like, They've got like these double-bladed windshield wipers. Like there's two blades instead of one. Not only that, they're not black like all the windshield wipers are. They were white. And like they literally match the rims on the car. So I was like, I'm about to get these windshield wipers that match the rims. That And of course, the, the writing on the back of my car also white. So I'm like, I've got this little, I'm color coordinating my Saturn with the third door. And I got to tell you, by the end, as I'm telling the story, Jenny and Tater are howling. They can't even speak mm. because they're laughing so hard. And then Jenny barely squeaks out of her mouth like, oh, my God, you drove the douchemobile. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, no pretty doubt. much pretty much what was happening there. <laughs> but we all do douchey things in high school. Sure we do. I'm just saying. I just And, and mine was literally right in the heart. And I look, hey, by the way, also had my hair dyed mm. bleach blonde. Why? Because Eminem was the hottest thing in the universe right then. So absolutely the hair was dyed bleach Here's blonde. the most important thing. Were you feeling yourself? I was feeling myself. Well, then that's all that matters. That thing was hot. No, yep. it wasn't. It was so dumb. But like... What's dumb now? But you liked it at the time. I mean, we're laughing at it called the douchemobile. I mean, it kind of was. But you know what? You were feeling yourself and, and good for you. Are you guys willing to hop on this podcast and tell me is something douchey about you? Oh, where do I begin? Um... I can look back at clothing for one. Like, I mean, I remember this. this I, my dad you know, goes through my childhood room every now and then, and he sends me pictures. And he sent me, like, this prom picture. And I remember feeling myself. Yeah. I had, oh, I had a perm. It was mm. on point. I had the bangs up to the sky. I had a velvet off-the-shoulder, very slim-fit dress with, I wore, like, black. They were thick tights that looked like leggings. They were, like, black leggings. And these hideous suede black flats mm. with this dress. I looked terrible. And but the funny thing, I remember leaving the house going, mm, like get it. Look like who wants a piece of it? The white tuxedo, <laughs> the, the white tuxedo jacket that I wore to prom, I mean, and the pimp hat with the feather. I oh, was yeah. feeling myself. And then I look back at a picture of it and I'm covered in acne with this ridiculous outfit on. Like, you know, that's just style, though, because I even look back at our wedding pictures and I look at like what I made my bridesmaids wear. And I remember <laughs> thinking I was so cutting edge and like, wow, you could wear these again. You would never wear those dresses again. Like it's so outdated. But that's just time and, you know, style. You'll have to have my wife tell, tell you about the uh, the cowboy <laughs> boots she had to wear to her friend's wedding in Ohio. That was <laughs> oh, wild. you told me that yeah. story. Uh, yeah. Taylor, douchiest thing you've ever done. I'm excited for this. Uh it was probably eighth grade. I had the big khaki pants. They're really baggy. Yeah, I had the it. skater shoes. I had a all white t shirt, but on the front of it was all the characters from South Park. Mm. And then I had a beat it necklace and I wore my hair in a butt cut, which is parted down the middle, but then you had to lift it up and shave underneath right. you know, to leave it all free right. and yeah, buttery <laughs> so you can get some uh, breeze going up on your uh, back of your neck. 
I always forget you had the long hair back in the day. Like, you had flow. Yeah, I grew it out in high school. Like, right when, like, Abercrombie was real popular and yeah. all the models were, like, growing out their hair to, like, kind of look like surfers or whatever. Like, everybody grew their hair out. I had that. And there's that in-between stage where you have to kind of wear something because it's, like, not long enough but not short enough. And then... And and the pimples were flowing pretty hard. My Thank mom you. and dad had acne, so I was yep. I was there, and I just look back <laughs> and I'm like trying to mack on girls. And I, listen, I did the dumbest thing ever. I had these glasses, these sexy specs. I had and they were real sexy specs. Why? Because they had magnets right up by where the frame meets the glass, and I could clip on and magnetize <laughs> sunglasses over the top of my glasses. That was Let's like go! A, wait, what was but, that guy from a different world? Nobody knows that I'm too old for you people. But he used to wear like the flipper glasses. That was kind of a thing. Yeah, I'll give it was, you that. so I could magnetize them on and then clip them right off. And I remember I used to have ink pens and I used to stick them on the magnets on the underneath part. And I would wave them like uh, dog ears, and I'd be like, "Woof woof!" And I'd be like, "Woof woof, girl!" And I, and like this one girl I had a huge crush on back in the day in, in high school. She turned around, and she was like, "Stop, okay, <laughs> just stop." And I was kind of mortified. I'm like, I thought I was funny. I mean, I know I'm funny. Oh yeah, there I see your there picture. Um. Yeah. Dwayne Wayne. Just, because um, I, I, yeah. I feel you. You're trying to hit on this girl. You're trying. The only way you know how is to be silly. Yeah. And she just turns around, and just says, "Stop!" Like, oh, that's your yeah. whole world. Your whole world. The shatters. whole world stopped. <laughs> oh, it did. Yep. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. No. I mean, we can all look back. I think we were all, you know, douchey at some point. And the thing is, you know, what's funny. We all think we're cool, we're cool now. We'll look back in like 20 years and be like, whoa. Oh my gosh, I'm going to go out after the show today. I'm going to Target today and I'm buying some blue light uh blue light glasses. And I'm 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 going to be feeling like cutting edge trendy here, mm. but I know I'm going to look back on myself in 10 years like what the hell am I doing with these fake glasses? <laughs> but they say, you know, I've done the research. I feel like the blue light glasses are totally fake glasses. Like they're like there's no way they actually do anything, but no, I've done do. the research. They, they really do help your eyes for like us we stare at screens all day. Mm-hmm. That really does help your eyes filter out the the you know, make your eyes last longer basically. So I'm I mean, I need to get some. So, that's all I'm saying. All right. This has been an emotional roller coaster of a podcast. We have laughed. We have been mad. We discussed award nominees for 20 minutes, for goodness sakes. <laughs> Lots to talk about. Oh, boy. Have a wonderful day. Thank yeah. you for listening. As always, the morning after, uh, we are uh, the morning drive on Q104, weekday morning, 6 till 10 in Kansas City. If you're in town, check us out. Oh, I've always wanted to say, like, like, comment, and subscribe. Isn't that what they say? Isn't that what the YouTubers say? Like, comment, and subscribe. Well, you just did twice. So Give us a rating. Give us a five-star rating. Actually, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, that five-star rating actually does help out a lot. It actually really does. Be a friend, tell a friend kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We it appreciate does. you. Appreciate you. Hey, you guys have a wonderful Let's go enjoy this. Everybody has to walk today. Okay. Except me.